your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Well, it looked for a moment there like Christmas was going to be cancelled. Anything that was coming in or out of uh, 17 ports here in Australia was going to be stopped. But uh, some great news, uh, the Fair Work Commission has finally intervened, uh, but... but we still, uh, we're still where we are. So joining me on the line now is uh, Glenn Williams, who is the Newcastle Branch Secretary of the MUA. Good morning and welcome, Glenn. You've had a, had a win? Good morning. Well, look, yeah, hopefully. I think that, you know, common sense, um, somebody's had it and the Fair Work Commission seems to be the person or the people that have had that common sense and are intervening. And from what we're seeing, the uh, Spitzer's lockout uh, will be suspended. Their action against the workers will be suspended, I think, and will be the outcome uh, sometime after lunch today. So talk us through what happened. Obviously, you, uh, the union and uh, Switzer met with the uh, the Transport Minister yesterday. You met with David Elliott yesterday. You've also had the uh, the federal um, you know, employment minister come over the top and say, look, this is ridiculous. This has got to stop. It really does. It harks back, as, as you and I were just saying off air, it harks back to the days of, of Patrick's uh, initially, didn't it? But uh, talk me through what happened last night. Uh, absolutely. I mean, look, you know, the the, the, the thing that um, that we're not seeing is Spitzer uh, also, whilst they're locking us out, uh, claim that we can't get an enterprise agreement, uh, Spitzer won't agree to anything. They have an application before the Fair Work Commission to terminate our enterprise agreement, you know, which is what uh, Tony Burke has been referring mm-hmm. to. The companies like Qantas, uh, like Patrick's uh, and like Spitzer, they all use the same anti-union law firm in trying to terminate workers' enterprise agreements, their terms and conditions taken back to the award. It's no, you know, it's no surprise that Spitzer uses the same law firm as those people. Uh, but their their strategy has been um, uh, to not get an agreement with us to get us to that position where they can terminate our enterprise agreement. Part of that strategy has been to bring on the lockout, lock us out, shut down seventeen ports. You know, essentially vandalise the national economy at a time when people are struggling with the cost of living pressures, including our members who haven't had a wage increase since 2019. So yesterday afternoon, I think the Commission, like everybody else, saw this as just outrageous, uh, uh, irresponsible by Spitzer, and they've intervened and look like their action will be stopped. That's great news. I mean, what uh, what Spitzer are claiming is that uh, they want to remove restrictive work practices, which they say impede the managerial and operational decision-making abilities that are typical of most industries. I love that. But they also yeah. imply that, uh, that inefficiencies are responsible for the loss of three port contracts in the past 12 months. What's your reaction to that, uh, that assertion by them? Oh, those typical Spitzer lies. Um, you know, I mean, in Geelong, they, their tugs down there, they, they've contracted out uh, the work in Geelong to a uh, to a labour hire firm. They use the Switzer tugs. All the invoices come into Switzer. Uh, you know, our members got uh, absolutely shafted down there. In Wyala, they stuffed that contract up for 10 years, where our members down there had to take a wage cut of 22% so that Spitzer could at least break even or make some money out of it. And in Bowen, they got caught out price gouging up there. I mean, the, the new operator in Bowen operates with the same crew, with the same enterprise agreement, same terms and conditions, and are making money up there. So that says to me that Spitzer was price gouging in that port. They're the three that they're claiming that they've lost. Mm. They are the dominant player in this country. Last year, they made $335 million in profit and paid not one cent in corporate tax. 
You know, I mean, this is a, a multinational company funneling you know, funds out of Australia and attacking Australian workers to, more, what, to make more money. What do they want, half a billion this year? That's unbelievable, isn't it? And you guys haven't had Absolutely. a... You have not have a, had a cost of living increase since 2019. January 2019, we had 1.5% wage increase. So, you know, our members aren't greedy, you know, so, you know contrary to the right-wing media. Yeah, I was going to uh, say not, that. We're yeah. not out there... Yeah, you know, we're not out there demanding large wage increases. Mm. Oh, we want a wage increase, all right. Mm. We haven't had one in, you know, we're coming up to four years since our members have had a wage increase. They're under the same cost of living pressures as everybody else in the community. Spitzer aren't. I mean, you know, when you're making, through, you know, what, $335 million profit and not paying any corporate tax on it. And that's I mean, just Australia. pretty high. Absolutely. Mm. Mate, how are your members feeling uh, today? Obviously, you've got a bit of a spring in your step. Yeah, yeah, they're very, uh, they're, they're buoyed. I mean, look, you know, like, like most waterfront workers, they're, you know, they're, they're rough and tumble, you know, and they're, they're up for it. They've got big hearts, but they've got, you know, they're, they're strong and they, mm. they fight hard, um, you know, and they, they're, they're ready for this fight. They're up for it. And if Sitzer wants to lock them out, let's have it, we say. But, yeah, there's certainly a spring in the step of the members this morning. And, uh, and Riley say, you know, I mean, they've held the line. Um, you know, they've been responsible in the way that they've taken their action. Um uh, yeah, it's just a pity this picture hasn't, you know, shown the same courtesy to the Australian people as what we have. It is unbelievable, isn't it? They have have this monopoly. Um, they complain about uh, about missing out on three three poor women. Yep. What's the story? So, okay, assuming everything blows up in our faces and uh, and we're still locked out on Friday, what does that mean for Newcastle? Is that cruise ships? Is that our coal ships? Is that basically everything that comes in and out of this harbour? Well, that is a really, really good point, Tracy. Um, look, when we take protected action, so we've got a 24-hour stoppage on from midnight tonight. Mm. As a part of that, we have um, exemptions for cruise ships. We have exemptions for defence, uh, mostly Navy, mm. uh, and any emergency. So we will go back in and do those jobs in those events and stop our action and do them. With Spitzer's lockout, the part of what they've put on our members and their crews, is that they've said anybody that comes back to this tug base will be trespassing and will be, you know, they'll call the police and have mm. them arrested. So they're not even allowing, um, and even though they have a, a, a contract with the federal government through Williamson to provide, you know, salvage and emergency services to vessels that are stricken off our coast, like the Portland Bay recently, where our members were out there in severe weather conditions, stopping a, an environmental and, and human catastrophe... They won't even allow that to happen under their action, which is just, you know, Criminal. I mean, who are these people? Really, um, you know, it's just crazy. So what uh, what do you think will happen uh, from today? Do you, do you think that uh, the fair work will come over the top and uh, and stop this? And, and what happens if uh, if Spitzer do go ahead and do lock you out on Friday? Um, look, I think they will. Uh, look, we've been, we've been pursuing Spitzer for a meeting, just even just to sit down and have a talk mm-hmm. for six weeks. They've been refusing to meet with us because it doesn't suit their narrative. They don't want an agreement. They want to get to the termination hearing, which happens in December. Um, uh, you know, so this is going to be a roadblock for them. I mean, the federal government is changing the legislation. It went through the lower house in uh, in Canberra last week, which is what I think has brought Spitzer's um, uh, this this lockout on because mm. you know they know that that legislation is going to change. So they're trying to get in front of it. Uh, which is really unfortunate. So, again, it just shows to me they're not serious about getting an enterprise agreement. Mm. Their real aim is to terminate our EA. So, look, today I hope that their action is suspended, mm. uh, that we can have some certainty leading into Christmas and that people will continue.
continue to get paid, except the other members who have already been docked for a lockout that hasn't even happened, <laughs> uh, which will be a whole other issue, <laughs> I can tell you today, which we're already on. I, I Believe it or not, our members have not been paid for the next week because Fitzer have already docked their wages for a lockout that hasn't even happened. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, this is just cowboy stuff. This is crazy. It just gets better, mate. It gets better all the time. Are they looking at bringing in, and I hate using this word, but are they looking at bringing in scab labour or uh, or are they just going to shut down these ports? Look, yeah, no, they're just going to shut down. It's, uh, because these are specialised um, mm. jobs, as you can imagine. You need to have a lot of knowledge and skill. Um, you know, the port authorities have responsibility that they're just not going to let any cowboy out on the water on a tug, mm. you know, towing a... Um, you know, 150,000 tonne coal ship in and out of the port of Newcastle. So they can't do that. And that's, again, there's no alternate workforce here that they can bring in. So the whole place comes to a standstill. Mm. You know, and that has flow-on effects that not only for our members, but also other people that rely on this, you know, supply chain of, <coughs> sorry, goods coming in and out of Newcastle and around the country. How many people are supported by that uh, trade and commerce and all of that, and this impacts them as well. And again, this is the irresponsible actions of Switzer. Is it's not they're not just attacking us. You know, it's a multinational company attacking the people of Australia, attacking the national economy. You know, it's just you know they, they need to be pulled up. They really do. Yeah. It, it needs to. Uh, it needs to stop. Well, it's the best yeah. of luck. Um, I'll uh, no doubt I'll be following this one, and uh, hopefully, but we don't need to talk again because it's all uh, it all goes away. But uh, judging yeah. by the actions of this company, I can't see it just going away. More, more than happy to come back and appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. Give uh, give our best to all those members, and especially those ones who are with you today and uh, and got that bounce in their step. Will do. Thanks very Thanks, much. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. That is Glenn Williams, who is the Newcastle Branch Secretary of the Maritime Union Australia. What do you think about that? Love it when they get hit across the head, don't you? That's just unbelievable. How fancy docking people's pay? They haven't even been shut out yet, and they've already docked their pay. Unbelievable. And this is a company that uh, had $300 million in profit. Something's got to be done. Something has got to be done. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.